everybody. Welcome to the podcast. This is Podcast X. Uh, this is your host, Cash Money, and I have a guest in the studio, my son, Chase. Say hello, Chase. Hi, everybody. we got two topics I want to talk about. One is driving. The other is vaping. Uh, this is something that the young kids, if they don't have to do it, they're going to try it anyways. And I want to talk about the pros and cons of this. Um, one of the biggest deals is the driving. Uh, he's young. How old are you now? You're 15. 15 years I'm old. I'm 15 going on 16, yes. Man, that's that was my peak. That was like some of my best years because I'd already stolen cars <laughs> at this point. Jeez. So when my mom was like, hey, I'm going to have to teach you how to drive. I was like, well, cool, let's go. And I jumped in the car and she realized right away I knew a little bit more than I should know. But I think also growing up on a farm and a ranch and having to uh, drive tractors around kind of helped me learn a lot, especially braking and the gas pedal. Now, with me, it was a little bit different because of the, the whole gearing. I had to learn a stick shift at a really young age. Oh wow, you had stick? Yeah. That's what I want. I would I've always wanted so my personal favorite car is a Mustang. Yeah. A lot of people have different like a Ford truck, like a four by four whatever. Right. Mine's just a Mustang, but I've always wanted a stick shift. I don't know what it is. The stick shift has always just stuck out to me. What to you would be more impressive? A really fast car or a big jacked up truck? Well, if you live in the country, definitely a truck, 100%. Big yeah. And if you have, like, really bad back roads, probably a truck. Yeah. Depending on what kind of road it is. Yeah. But for me, I'd say a fast car. Right. So if you lived in the city. Yes. A fast car. If you're a city person. If you lived in the country, a jacked up truck. Yes. Gotcha. Easy money. Yeah. Well, where I was at, um, there was a lot of fast cars. But there was only a few roads that you could take those fast cars on because it was country, straight country. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, we like to race them a lot. So we'd get out there, man, we'd line up, boom, we'd race them and started getting into money and this and that. And it turns out um, we made that road so ragged that it turned into trucks that were outrunning the fast cars simply because they were able to get the traction. The cars, you know, they would hit one little bump and it was like, whoa, they had to let off of it and they couldn't just keep going where the truck would be like, it's just gone. They just go over the potholes. Now, uh, you're 15, so you're getting into your permit. And one thing I've noticed with this is, like, we didn't have a whole lot of videos to watch growing up to learn uh, how to drive and get our permit and all. We actually had to uh, go up and we had a state trooper that would get in the vehicle with you. And he would drive you around and you know once he thought you were safe enough for it then boom or it was the written test that would give you your permit Mm -hmm. and uh, I guess everything's online now which is kind of awkward. I think but, uh, my I think my main thing is for people if you are my age 
and you're watching a video that your parents are telling you, but you really are too lazy to watch it, trust me, bear with me here. I didn't want to watch it, but I did find out that it's very informative. The person that we watched was a little Mexican lady who rolled her R's, and it was hard to understand. <laughs> yeah, her. she did, and she <laughs> she sounded like she's like park your car in the garage, <laughs> and it's like wait where? But yes, these videos are the videos are yeah, it's very informative, and it maybe get very boring, but bear with me, just watch it. It will teach you everything you need to know, whether you know it or not. Just watch it anyway. Right. And uh, just make sure that you stick with it because they're going to repeat themselves over and over and over. And I know why they're doing that because it's the drilling exercise. It's the drilling in your head that uh, that makes everything. Um, also, the parallel parking, that to me was the most horrible thing. Because when they were telling you to back out in between two cars, I understand why they were telling you to back out so far. Because they don't want you to turn and smack your front bumper into their back bumper mm -hmm. and not, you know, have an accident. That's also, that brings me to the parking lot segment. The parking yes. lot video. So the parking lot video that we watched, they told you to back out all the way until the front of your car, like the front of your bumper. Mm-hmm was to the cars parallel. next to you. Yeah, it was parallel. Yeah, that with was the like, right. with the bumper. And then you turn. And then you turn. By the time you start turning, you're gonna get mid-turn and you're gonna already be into the front of the car. That's, that's something I don't like about that That's video. the main thing, is you should know how to back your vehicle first before anything, because when you come out of that parking lot, if you'll notice, in driving, most parking lots are really tight. The cars that are behind you, uh, you can easily hit those. And most young drivers don't know the limitations of backing. Mm -hmm. When they when they go to turn, they don't know the distance. You know, so they're thinking, okay, well, look, I've still got to go back a little bit further because I can't go forward. Mm -hmm. So they keep going backwards, and boom, they hit another car, and right it's like, come on, them. yeah, I don't, I don't like the way they did it, but it does get you through it. So um, it's all about the information that they're giving you. Yes, it may be wrong, but if you can understand what they're trying to get at, that's the main point of it. Right. Um, one of the cool things about living out here in the country with us is uh, I get to go back roading with my son to kind of teach him uh, a lot of things. But the funny thing about it is it's full of potholes. So he can't go fast. Dear Lord. He has no choice. He has to calm down and he has to get the hand-eye coordination, which goes into uh, pretty much the muscle memory. I'm glad you said that. I was just about to mention that. Yeah. yeah. Muscle memory for main thing is basically just, if you can remember where most of the potholes are. Now, if you're like me and you have terrible memory, that's okay. Just drive on it for multiple, like multiple times, a month maybe, a year, just multiple times being on it it'll eventually get stuck in your mind where the potholes on i think that's a good thing that he taught me on a back road because that makes it easier way easier well it plus like i said the <clears throat> the hand-eye coordination you know whenever you see something in the road mm -hmm. uh, most people they think will slam on the brake you know to whereas you you figured out that hey I don't necessarily, I have to slow down, but I don't necessarily have to stop because something's in the road. 
these potholes taught you that. So when you're going down a highway at 70 miles an hour and there's something in the road, at least you'll know, hey, I can just move over, avoid that object in the road, get back to where I need to be, and boom, I'm ready to go, mm-hmm. versus slamming on your brakes. Because through the city, if you hit anything in the city as far as brakes, mm-hmm. somebody behind you is going to rear-end you. You're going to get, yeah, rear-ended. They're all over you. So every movement you make needs to be pretty quick, very always, swift. Always have a contingency plan for anything you're going to do, ever. Absolutely. Always have a plan B, no matter what it is. Yep. And one of the biggest uh, things as far as driving that I could say safety-wise is take it easy. Don't you you have more time than you have lives. 100%. There's no need to just get in a hurry and try to make it there. Especially uh, because most younger drivers are very reliant on GPS to get them everywhere they need to go. So, listening to this GPS navigator tell you where to go and blah, 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 you know, um, you might get in a construction zone to where that GPS doesn't understand you're in a construction zone. And mm-hmm. it's telling you to take a right, and there's no right you can take. So now you have to figure out where to go, how to do this, and you can't necessarily just stop in the middle of the road to make your decision. Right, because that can either get you killed or someone around you killed. Absolutely. Which is brings me to my, um, my next point on the highway. There is a lot to learn. You have the stripes in the middle, mm-hmm. uh, the single white stripe. You know, it lets you know which lane you're in, but it also tells you a lot because it tells you that you're able to switch lanes. Now, if you have a, a solid stripe line on your side and it's, you know, spaced out on the other side, then that tells you that's a no-pass zone. You can't pass on that you, because you can't see up ahead of you. Right. You're not allowed to pass, but the people on the other road next to you can. Right. But just because there's nobody on that road and there's somebody in front of you does not mean you can still go because there could be someone coming in out of nowhere that you don't see. They could have turned off a road or something. Just don't do it. If you see a solid line, do not turn. And I'm really glad he mentioned the more time than lives because don't rush through anything. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's a terrible thing to see somebody get schizophrenic because traffic is building up behind them. Right. And they're they're nervous at the people that are trying to get to where they need to go and they, they just pull out in front of somebody and boom, they get hit. And, and I think the peer pressure on that is a really big deal. So more if, time than lives. Right. Remember. And if you have like a job interview or something, 100% don't, like if you're late for work or you're late for the job interview, I would rather you be late for something then rather just rush through everybody because that's either going to get you in a wreck, someone around you a wreck, or someone way in front of you or behind you in a wreck. And that's not like we, I'd rather you just be late than get someone killed or hurt. Absolutely. Because, like, I mean, it, it, you know, it's, it's definitely a huge responsibility when you're behind the wheel of a vehicle and you're driving uh, the speed limit. Okay, and then you see somebody else that just sped past you, and you're thinking, well, you know what, I need to make up time as well. And you get in behind them, and you take off, and you're flying right behind them. 
and they screw up nine times out of ten you're gonna screw up you're too. gonna screw up too and you're right behind on exactly. trying to do that you're doing the same exact thing you're leading down the same path so be very careful uh, vigilant you just make sure you you're very hesitant on everything you need to do you know if if you know that you got a call coming in or a text message or something like that mm-hmm. find a safe place to pull over right don't never text and drive never you don't have to yeah you don't have to respond right then because every accident if you'll notice like most of your friends that have had accidents you'll ask them well what happened man I got a text or something fell out of the cup holder and I reached down to grab it when I looked up it was too late right and that I mean everything a blink of an eye a half a second boom everything turns upside down now you're in a bind everybody else is in a bind and uh, hopefully you make it through it and that brings us to a next topic road rage very bad if you're ever in a bad mood whether you're like mad sad never be behind a wheel if you're ever going to be behind a wheel make sure you are having the best day of your life or you're really happy do not get behind the wheel it's kind of hard sometimes though i mean you're going to get every now and then you're in a great mood you get in the car and then you take off and somebody else puts you in a bad mood now road rage is taking effect and they did it to you you know you might cut them off and uh, all of a sudden they're coming after you and it's like dude I didn't mean to cut you off I didn't mean to do that but it just happens and it it does right but Whatever, like, whatever they did to you or whatever you did to them, do not let that change the way you are. Like, Yeah, don't let it change the way you're driving. Right. Absolutely. If you're, if you're happy and then all of a sudden someone does something like flip you off or they cut in front of you, don't let that affect you. Do not let that affect your mood 100%. Just no. be like, okay, maybe they're in a rush for something. Or maybe not. you need a pullover and get you a Dairy Queen ice cream. <laughs> maybe this is time. You need a, a Sunday, my friend. <laughs> you need some chili cheese fries or something, man. Come on. you got to calm down. No need in this. There ain't no need in this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, uh, definitely. The next topic I want to talk about uh, is vaping. And we'll talk about that right meow.